Welcome to the final episode in Series 2 of Headpieces. In Ballroom in the Box Room, we discover that Lily has a secret. She is pretending to be shielding to escape unwelcome visitors. But when she calls on the services of an unsuspecting locksmith, should he cross the threshold? Or should he bolt from the box room? you, Derek? Oh, sorry to have to talk to you through the letterbox, but I've locked myself in. Did you find me all right? Oh, that's good. It's easy to find being a ground floor flat. I've been shielding, and now, when I thought I might go out, I can't. I'm not sure what's happened. The door's stuck. So I needed a locksmith and I remembered you. There's been one thing after another. What we're needing a plumber last week and a chap to fix me dishwasher the week before. Oh, you want me to pass the key through to you so you can try the lock? Okay, Derek, I'll try and find it. Oh, here it is, I have it. But, well, do you mind if I share a few things with you before you come in? Oh, that's good. Bear with me. I'll just get a stool and get comfy. That's better. Oh, my back's getting a bit twingy, bent down, talking through the letterbox. Why don't you pull that garden chair up, Derek? Oh, don't worry about touching it. I'll give everything a wipe down. Now, Derek, I've got myself into a bit of a pickle in this pandemic, and I've backed myself into a bit of a corner. I'm only 69, but my family thinks I'm decrepit, out to graze. On the odd shoulder of life, if you know what I mean. And everyone interferes. They poke their noses into my business. Actually, Derek, I'll just wedge the letterbox open so it's easier to talk. Oh, that's better. Where was I? Oh, yeah, people saying I'm past it and bossing me around. But I'm not past it, Derek. If you have a peek through the letterbox, you can see. I'm nice and fit. Yeah. Very pert, if you know what I mean. I've got me treadmill and I walk three miles a day on it. I'm even building up speed and getting a little jog on, so I'm not past it. Not past it at all. Oh, but Brittany's always on at me, breathing down my neck. Mum, she says, you've retired now, Bab, so you can take your foot off the gas. Thing is, Derek, I want my foot firmly down on the gas. Not off it. Brittany wants to fuss around and check on me. But I don't want to be checked on, Derek. I'm perfectly happy with what I do in my box room. I do a lot online. I have bingo on Mondays, sequence dancing on Tuesdays, aerobics on Wednesdays, a little breather on Thursdays, and then belly dancing on Fridays. So you can see, Derek, I'm having a whale of a time. 
I don't need anyone telling me what to do, or sniffing around to see how I do it. But then I get Brittany on the phone. There's online shopping, she says. You should consider it. I know there's online shopping, Derek. I do it. I'm not stupid. I've got a weekly slot. But for some reason, she doesn't believe me. She wants to come round and check on my chest freezer. What a cheek! I don't go ferreting in her fridge. She lives her life and she should leave me to live mine. Everyone should leave me alone. What I do is private. It's my life. And she's got three children. Well, I know most grandmas love their grandkiddies, but I'm afraid I don't. They give me an headache. She says, but we used to go out, Mum, you know, every Thursday. It was our day and it did you good. Well, Derek, I'll let you into a secret. It didn't do me any good at all. She went on about how I should live my life and talked about Jimmy, Timmy and Kimmy like they're sugar-coated little angels. Well, they're not. Not in the least. They aren't disciplined. They interfere and they get under my feet. Oh, but Brittany won't let it go. She says, how about I come to you and I bring my three little wise monkeys with me? No, Derek. No. I do not want those feral children running riot and her nitpicking about everything I do. Those children aren't cute little monkeys, Derek. They are pandemonium-creating primates. I like my ground floor flat. I choose who comes into my sanctuary, and I don't like children crashing around and people nosing into my affairs. Unless it's the right person, if you know what I mean. Oh, Mum, she says, you are funny. Life's too short. Don't become an old stick in the mud. Get out of your flat and get a life. But I'm not stuck in the mud, Derek. I have got a very full life. There's more to me than she knows. Oh, but she treats me like a gormless gran whose get-up-and-go has got-up-and-gone. Sir Derek, I have to confess. I've been pretending that I've needed to hide away and shield in my little box room. I've said I have an indeterminate breathing problem, which is sort of true. I hyperventilate every time Brittany says she's going to turn up with her tribe. So I tell everyone they have to phone. They can't just turn up. Oh, Mum, she says, how come I didn't know about this breathing problem? Well, there's a lot she doesn't know about me, Derek. An awful lot. So I decided that I had to live out this lie of a breathing problem and I'm camping out in my box room, quietly having me fun, doing all my classes and shimmying along to sequence dances in the dark. I can't risk anyone catching me doing my super quick quick step or me racy rumba. So I'm bunkered away in my box room and sometimes I grab Morris, my dressmaking mannequin and we have a whale of a time. I'm linked by video to the rest of the class and it's hilarious. I really feel alive and free. I can be me, if you know what I mean. Someone else dances with a full-size model of a skeleton they still have from when they did physiotherapy. <laughs> oh, Linda, we say. Your partner's lost a lot of weight in lockdown. He looks all skin and bones. Oh, it's fun, Derek. It really is. And it's even more fun having someone to share it with. I think you'd like sequence dancing. You could be a locksmith in Lycra. Just fancy that. 
I could see your feet were tapping along. I can see you would. Anyway, I'm getting used to hiding away in my little box room. It's not too bad, really, and I can do my own thing. Nothing's happening on the social front in the outside world, and I've got used to doing things via video. It's quite handy, really. If you don't like someone, you can just put them on mute. I wish it was like that in life sometimes. But if the right person came into my life, I wouldn't mute them, if you know what I mean. Oh, but there's so much interfering. Take Beryl at bingo. She was all right when I only saw her in passing. She talked a lot, but I thought, well, there'll be other people. But she's another one, Derek. She won't leave me alone. She says she's a dab hand at decorating. She says she can see how drab my box room looks on the video camera and that she'll come in and transform me wood chip. She says all it needs is a lick of paint. And it's hard to get rid of the likes of Beryl. She's got such a thick skin and is so flippin' opinionated. Oh, Lily, she says. Oh, silly Lily. And that sets my teeth on edge, Derek. Silly Lily is so patronising. She says, you just give me a spare key and we'll have you sorted in no time. No, Derek. Beryl is one person who is not having a key. But a nice handy man like you, Derek. Now that's a different matter. Malock would be off the latch in no time. What is it with these people, Derek? Why won't they leave me alone? I don't want these people breathing down my neck. Unless it's a nice fella like you, we'd fancy a cheeky little bossin' over. So I told Beryl that I'm shielding. She said she'll stay away. Beryl's a bit of a hypochondriac, you see, and this vague breathing disease I've created is so convincing that she didn't want to come near the house in case she caught anything. It worked a treat. I have to remember to sound a bit breathy, though, when I answer the phone. I've got everyone believing I'm shielding. My mates at Sequence Dancing are agog that I can still cha-cha-cha when I sound like a winded walrus when I answer the phone. How oh, can I help you, I say. <laughs> oh, did you like that, Derek? Me being a bit breathy there. Thinking about it, though, I perhaps ought to ring the changes. It probably sounds very odd that I say that every time I answer the phone. Any thoughts? Oh, no. Not for the moment. Never mind, we can work on that. Anyway, Derek, I wish everyone was like you. Just quietly listening and not telling me what to do. You're lovely, you are. You don't judge or interfere. You let me tell you all about me whims and fancies. And I wasn't joking about you being a locksmith in Lycra. How do you fancy it, Bab? If I pass you the key, would you rumble with me? Oh, lovely. You won't regret this, Derek, you handsome handyman. I've got a lovely sequined all-in-one that'll suit you down to the ground. That's it, Derek. You come into Lily's lair. Oh, don't you worry about that, Derek. That'll just be Pete the plumber. He sorted out my stopcock last Tuesday. But his passe doble was very passe. Oh no, Derek. Don't you worry. You're the man of the moment. <laughs> <laughs>
That's it, Derek. I've got this interior lock. No one will bother us now. You come with me, Derek, and we'll do some ballroom in the box room. Ballroom in the Box Room was performed and written by Wendy Wormsley and produced by Rich McPherson. To hear more bite-sized dramas and to avoid missing out on new episodes, subscribe to the Headpieces podcast for free. We would love to hear your feedback. Leave us a review or email us at headpiecespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.